Hello and welcome to Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. My name is Andrea Lendy, author of the book and Bible reader and studier for over a decade. And I'm excited to share some thoughts with you about today's reading. Welcome to day 193 of Reading the Bible Cover to Cover. Let us pray. Oh Lord, thank you for the wisdom in your word. Help us hear the message you have for us today and impart more wisdom into our hearts. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, let's see what Jesus is teaching us in Matthew chapter 15. We read about another prophecy fulfilled in verses 7 through 9. The Pharisees approached Jesus condemning his disciples because they didn't follow proper hand-washing procedures. Jesus condemned them for not allowing the people to honor their parents. And then he told them that they didn't honor God with their hearts. Verse 9 says, Uselessly do they worship me, for they teach as doctrines the command of men. This was prophesied in Isaiah 29.13. Jesus had to explain himself to the disciples because even they didn't understand. He told them it is the thoughts in our hearts that condemn us, and listed murder, adultery, sexual vice, theft, false witnessing, slander, and irreverent speech. These things take thought and preparation to carry out in most cases, and they make us unclean, not the practice of washing hands in a certain way. May the Lord purify our thoughts and our hearts and keep us from sinning. Next, we read about a Canaanite woman who begged Jesus for a miracle for her daughter. Jesus came for the Israelites and not for those outside of God's chosen people. She pleaded with him, and he could tell her faith was strong enough to receive the healing, so he blessed her and healed her daughter. This passage shows us the power of faith and belief in Jesus. Even though he isn't physically beside us right now, he is with us, and he hears our prayers. May we pray in earnest and believe, as this woman did, that Jesus can do all things. He desires to help us, my friend. Let's ask him for help today. Then we read he healed multitudes of people. Jesus gave liberally to all those who needed and asked of him. Lastly, he feeds thousands again with seven loaves of bread and a few small fish. In verse 32, he said, I have pity and sympathy and am deeply moved for the crowd because they have been with me now three days and they have nothing at all left to eat. And I am not willing to send them away hungry lest they faint or become exhausted on the way. I love that we read about Jesus' pity for the people. He looks upon us the same way. He wants to take care of our needs. Let us lay our needs before him and pray for his help. Well, let's read about the new church in Acts chapter 22. Yesterday, we read about the angry mob that rose up against Paul. Today, we read about his testimony to them. He told them about the remarkable journey on the road to Damascus and how he was converted to believe in Christ, even though he had been putting believers in prison for the same thing. Jesus touched Paul in such a significant way that his whole life changed. However, it wasn't without cost to him. He was often beaten and put in prison. When Jesus met him on the road to Damascus, he told Paul that his testimony would not be heard by the Jewish people. His mission was to go and spread the gospel to the Gentiles. We all have a mission, and we all have limitations. This was one of Paul's. Jesus' disciples and the people he had been persecuting were so afraid of him that he had to leave his home to minister to people. We will all have to give up something in order to serve the Lord, as he desires us to serve him. The question is, will we be obedient as Paul was, or will we miss our calling? May we all pray for God to lead us, give us a heart that desires to serve, and the obedience to walk into God's plan for our lives. Well, let's see what's happening in Second Chronicles chapter 25. Yesterday, we read that Joash was killed by his own people on his deathbed because he had killed Zechariah the prophet. Today we read about his son starting his rule, King Amaziah. 
At first he followed God, but then he departed and went his own way, which never turns out well. One of the first things he did was kill the people who killed his father, a fairly good decision to make sure he wouldn't be next on the list. His reign lasted twenty-nine years. Next we read that he counted and gathered troops. His plan was to wage war against Edom. He enlisted warriors from Israel, one hundred thousand of them, because he wanted to ensure a victory. However, a prophet told him to let the warrior people go. He was told God could do more than any number of men could ever do. Initially, Amaziah was hesitant, but he found his way to obedience. Unfortunately, he made enemies out of these men. They found their way back to the cities in Judah and killed 3,000 people and stole a lot of their goods. Meanwhile, God was with Amaziah in his battle against Edom, and our passage tells us he slaughtered them. This is where things start to go wrong for Amaziah. He brought back the gods of the Edomites and worshipped them. A prophet told Amaziah it was wrong, but he became belligerent and wanted to kill the prophet. Then he challenges the king of Israel to a war. Surely he was upset about the killing and stealing that occurred when he was at war with Edom. Jehoash, the king of Israel, tried to dissuade him, but Amaziah pushed his way into this fight. In verse 22, we read that Judah was defeated. Eventually, Amaziah's own people turned against him, as had happened with his father, and they killed him. In chapter 26, we read that Amaziah's son Uzziah started his rule at the ripe age of 16 years, and he ruled for 52 years. Verse 5 tells us he sought after God, and God blessed him while he did. God was with him in war. Uzziah seemed to have an inventive spirit within him because during his reign there were new inventions made that furthered their missions. However, in verse 16 we read about pride. But when King Uzziah was strong, he became proud to his destruction, and he trespassed against the Lord his God, for he went into the temple of the Lord to burn incense on the altar of incense. This was a priestly duty, not a kingly one. Uzziah became angry. In fact, the passage says he became enraged. Immediately he was smitten with leprosy from God. He was never cured of this leprosy and had to live alone for the rest of his life, and his son Jotham took over his household. May we stay humble under the Lord and not let pride get in the way of our belief in our abilities or affect our actions. Let's see what we can learn from Psalm 12. David sees people all around him who are not led by God. They boast about themselves and they lie to one another. They take advantage of the poor, and David knows the Lord will take care of them. Verse 5 says, Now will I arise, says the Lord, because the poor are oppressed, because of the groans of the needy. I will set him in safety and in the salvation for which he pants. The Lord has a safety net and offers salvation to those who seek it. It is interesting to note that even back in David's time, he writes about the wickedness of the generation. Sounds very familiar with what we say about our generation today. I read one commentary that suggests David wrote this while he was serving in the court of King Saul, before Saul turned on him to pursue his life. David saw the wickedness of the people in the kingdom, but kept his faith in the Lord. Let us pray. O oh Lord, thank you for the wisdom in your word. Thank you for showing us that the nature of some people is evil. Put an extra measure of discernment into our spirits so that we can avoid those who determine to do us harm. Protect us and keep us safe from the enemy, Father. Keep us yours. Don't let the nature of this world turn us away from you. Strengthen us in every way. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for walking this journey with me and being a faithful reader of God's word. I pray that he shows himself as the God who loves you deeply and cares about every detail in your life. Come back tomorrow for some more thoughts and insights as you read God's word.